swallow your pride There's nowhere to hide What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, you don't try to fly Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable Been through it all and we still unbreakable Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner. I currently have a paleo treat in my mouth. Um, this is really good. I'm not, I used to do paleo actually. I actually loved paleo when I did it. I did this too. is like a paleo, this is a paleo bar. And I still love, I really appreciate like, there's like paleo bars or like there's like special paleo treats that are out there that I love because a lot of their, a lot of their sweet treats from paleo are, I mean, it's either like almond butter or it's like cocoa nibs, like cocoa butter. It's like, it's just like the real good, good for you. It's that good, good. I'm, I'm not, obviously guys, I just got done with my show. So I'm a foodie right now. A foodie. What's a foodie? I'm, I'm just like really, I've, okay. So during prep, like you appreciate food so much. You have a different respect for food. Like there, you don't waste anything. You know, I, I, there'd be like mustard packets too. Whenever blue ended up flying in, um, shortly after I did in Orlando and he was like, why do you have mustard packets in your pocket or like whatever? I was like, well, you never know. Like I might not have something to eat and, or like a sauce to put on my chicken. I haven't had mustard once through my entire prep, but for some reason walking through the airport, in Orlando, or I don't know, I was down in the lobby and I thought that it was really important that I have to have mustard packets on me just in case because there's no sugar or anything in mustard. Ketchup there is, but not mustard. Yep. Emergency sauce packets. So we're going to do a Q&A. Yep. I am going to read. I have not seen these questions. I have actually completely checked off of social media. Um, I had, I put up what from the time that we're recording this podcast, I have just, I've taken some time to unplug, I think for my mental health a little bit. Um, just cause you know, we kind of talked about like the pressures of me just always wanting to be perfect all the time. And, you know, I coming off of just something where I just poured my heart and soul and into all of it. I, you know, that's all that I saw. That's all that I knew. So I, I need to take a couple of days to disconnect and so that's what, that's what I've been doing. So I haven't, we, we put something out there to get a bunch of questions for the show or for the, I guess what people have questions about everything. Okay. The people want to know. Okay. So we're going to go through and answer. And I haven't seen these is what I'm saying. Cause I've been so disconnected off of social media. Yeah. So first question, here we go. Okay. Obvious one. How did the competition go? It was good. We don't know. I did not get top five. Yep, did not get top five. But we I don't know what I placed, but it was uh it was good. It was a good show. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, yes. Okay. Some people are wondering um what division you competed in and how old you are. Yeah, I'm 38 years old and I competed in so with the with the figure classes and bikini, you are separated by your height. So I am a little bit over five four. And that puts me depending on how many um girls have entered in to like the figure division is uh, determined on how many uh, different like height categories that they have that you go out in. All right. All right. Okay. Here's another good one. Are you planning on staying at the weight you're currently at right now? Or what, 
weight would you like to move to? So uh, obviously, guys, whenever you're competing and on stage, it's it's hard because we look so muscular and like jacked. But actually, if you see us in real life, like we're very, very dieted down. Um, and we're carb loaded probably like at that point. But the the stage weight that you have is not maintainable. What you have during peak week, probably I would say two weeks leading up to the show is not maintainable. Um, probably even a little bit more prior, like earlier than that just depends on like your, your prep leading up to your show. Um, so no, I am doing basically I'm back on my prep. I'm back on my prep diet. I'm not prepping for anything, but I'm back on my prep diet and I am eating the same carbs. I'm eating the same proteins, the same fats. I'm just increasing the quantity. Um, slowly. And then at night we're basically just having a clean dinner, but trying to get out of the regimented of like, I just have to have like steak and salad. Yeah. Did you want to kind of, um, go into a little bit of like your experience of going out to eat the last couple of times? I don't, do you want to go through those experiences? I mean, it's more so just like broad strokes. Like, uh, you know, you're kind of like being reentered back into like yeah normal society almost. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, this is definitely has been something that I have not, that I did not expect out of this. Um, which is why they say it's so important to, as soon as you do a show, you have to get right back on your prep diet, which I I have. I mean, I basically had one day, I think where I, I didn't eat any prep meals. It was on. Oh, you still had breakfast and. Yeah. So I don't think I have had a full day yet where I have not had a, a, a basically like a prep meal. Like what I would normally eat on prep. Yeah. Um, I did not realize, I think one of, you know, and this is like a new experience for blue also. And it's been really, really difficult. Um, you think, you think, uh, after, you know, I've been eating the exact same thing for six months, the exact same thing. My sugars have been from the exact same source, the exact same time every single day at the exact amount. And it's been blueberries Yep. <laughs> every single day up until a month out. I have, I have had, I have, I did not have any sugar at all for at least a month for like for a month, maybe more. It's been longer. I think. I think it's been, it's about a month. But- about a month. But yeah, so then so obviously like heading to a, a restaurant so, where Yeah, so like of course, like right after the show, you know, Blue and I went out and we I just kinda like tried a bunch of things. I knew I wanted a burger. Yeah. It was a good burger. I knew I wanted a burger, so that was like my I wanted like just some red meat. But then I didn't realize I don't remember it being an issue like the first night, but we came home on Saturday and the boys had soccer. So as soon as we flew in we picked up the boys and then we went to a soccer tournament, um, a couple hours away. And I would, you know, I had been thinking about like, you know, anytime I would get sad through Thanksgiving or I'd be like, man, I just really wish I was with my family or I wish I was dining with everybody at the table. I just kept holding on to like that one cookie that I had left in my jar, you know, that it was like, I know that 
that that weekend following the days, the days following that I was going to be dining in a restaurant with my family, you know, we were going to be eating and enjoying and everything was just basically going to be normal, normal. Like, like it was right before I jumped in the competition, everything, like everything would be easy and normal. Like I literally didn't think anything of it. Well, the first restaurant that we ate at was what? When we came back. Um, Food for thought. Oh, yes. We ate at a really, really amazing restaurant in Williamsburg called Food for Thought. It had like 5,000 reviews. Because, Crazy you know, good. You should definitely go there if you haven't been there. It's, it is, yes. <laughs> Recommend definitely 1010. Like amazing, amazing. Um, but, you know, it was like like the food, the food that I eat right now, I kind of talked earlier about how you have, I kind of have like this new respect for food or like, I don't take food for granted and I want to like really enjoy my food and my food has to be perfect. And I have had full control of making my own food every single day. I know exactly what's in it. I know how much it is. I know exactly how I feel when I eat it. I know exactly how I feel when I need to refuel. Like I, when I talk about like I was focused and I turned into a robot, I was focused and I turned into a robot. I knew everything. And I, I didn't realize how, what is such like a simple, easy task I was incapable of doing to the point where it was so overwhelming. I had a, a crazy anxiety attack or a panic attack or uh, something where, who were we with? Who were we with? Um, all boy, all the boys. Everybody but cash. And to where I had, I had to walk, get up and I had to walk out of the restaurant and and then you came out there after me. I actually don't really remember what happened. Yeah, it was just, it kind of was just all way too much. There was like too many options. You didn't know oh, what yeah. you wanted. It was just like, because you'd literally gone six months with I didn't have chicken to ever have to choose. Yeah, and- I knew exactly <laughs> what I was eating. So it was like you had way so many options. So maybe next time we'll stick to just like a solely pizza restaurant next time. Yeah. <laughs> so you can only pick pizza. Yes. But uh, yeah. lesson learned there. Yeah. It, that is definitely like those of you who are competing or like a spouse or a partner or somebody like after the competition, I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't say that the, uh, like you, you have to be, you just have to be ease into it carefully and like simple, less is more basically yeah. get yes. right back on your meal prep. And I know it sounds like you're like, if you're, if you're prepping right now, and you're like four weeks out, if you're doing your show, if you're thinking, you're, and you're thinking like, there is no way in hell I would go back to my meal prep after I've done six months of, you're going to want, you're going to want to, because like whenever we went out after the show at nationals and we tried a bunch of different foods, I had like a half of a burger. That was probably the most of anything I was able, or a half of a I had a bite of a, a couple bites of a burger, but I had some sort of other sandwich. Like a pot roast sandwich with but, a pretzel bun. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like you you can even the, the you know, couple bites of a few things. That's what I'm saying. You guys have to realize is that your systems are so clean and they're also extremely like fragile. Your body is not used to breaking down super processed, high fatty, high oil foods. It's just not. So like you have to be careful you have to be careful when you, this is where the discipline comes in. After you do a show, 
You cannot. Yeah, sure. Go have a, a slice of a pizza. Go have, you know, a burger or half of a burger. But you have to have the discipline to just get right back on um, and to get back on your meal prep like you have to. Um, yeah. Did I, did I answer that question? Or yeah, I, I think went, you hit you hit that one. You, uh, I think we answered how did the composition go? Um, I think you also answered what did you eat after, right? You had the pot roast sandwich and, some, and a burger. Um, well, here's an interesting one. Um, how many women usually compete at the show? Mm, it really just depends on the show. It, it depends on how big the show is, probably the location. I think the fewest um, amount we saw was like two girls in a division. Yeah, but that's like really, really tiny. Yeah, but then the bikini girls had like... It's, the bikini is always like like a bit, like it's massive. It takes hours. I'm so yeah. glad I'm not a bikini girl. And <laughs> I have to say, if you are a bikini competitor, dude, hats off to you because... That has to be just hard, like to just to judge a bikini bot. I mean, it's just I. You got your girls just like they're all tens. Yeah, they're all tens. <laughs> I mean, I would take any one of those bodies, and so, and it's always like the like so many girls do bikini. Yeah, so the competition a lot. is stiff. A lot. Steep. Definitely. Um, let me see here. You know, you had after we did that. Um, Will you compete again? Um, yes, yes. I am 100% going to compete again. Hell yeah. <laughs> I I will have to, to, you know. Okay, well, hang on a second. Okay. Yeah, so with that, you're going to compete again, but what was the hardest part of this last competition prep? The whole thing, like what was the hardest part of it all? The hardest part. Was it, you know, sticking to the same food for six months? Was it, um, you know, sacrificing things, um, to, you know, to do yeah. yourself instead of be with your family? Was it uh, the workouts? Were the workouts the super hardest part? Like, what was the hardest part in your eyes about the whole journey? Or I guess in your mind, what was the funnest part? Because you like hard things. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I um I mean uh, the, the hard the hardest part is just like the highs and the lows that you go through. Like you ha you experience so many highs, but you also experience so many lows. So it's like, you know, I, I would say that was probably like the hardest part, but you have to have those really low moments because like whenever you're on a high and you're feeling good and you're seeing it, it's like it makes it makes the lows that you go through and, and even like the, the mentality and, and the mental part of like overcoming things of, you know, getting through the grueling cardio of getting through like, you know, the discipline of like not eating, you know, foods that you're not supposed to be eating. It's like, those are hard things you have to fight through with yourself. And I would say like that, that's, that's hands down. It is just, it's always a different animal. Like you never know what beast you're waking up to that day. It's, it's always going to be another beast. And like, you know, you have to fight those battles. And when you fight those battles and you go through those hard lows, like you appreciate the highs. So I can't say there's one specific thing that I dreaded or even that I appreciated. It, it just kind of all came and went with like whatever demon you're battling that day. That's the truth. Saw it firsthand. Um, 
Okay, the next question would be, do you feel that doing the Nationals right after the first MPC, that it was harder to prep for the Nationals? Yes, 100%. So? 100%. 100% in, in hindsight, I mean, but I can't say like I like I know I wouldn't have changed anything. Like yeah. what I could not have said I wish I wouldn't have done nationals because I would have one hundred percent regretted not doing nationals. Yeah, because you would have been like, oh, I should have done oh, nationals. Yeah. Oh, I would have like I would have I would have hated I would have hated yeah. myself. Yeah. Um. But this is what it. This is this is what the journey is all about, you guys. Is like you have to do these things to learn about yourself. It can't be just about like winning or losing. You have to do it and kind of be in it for the long haul and know that you can't win all of them. Um, somebody's wanting to know your body fat percentage. We don't really have one, right? No, I have no idea what my yeah. body fat is. Um, it's low. Smoking hot is what yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, um, somebody else said, um, will we see you in the Olympia? Um, no, I'm not competing at the Olympia. I don't even think I'm going to the Olympia. The Olympia is like in a couple weeks. No. Oh, okay. Negative. Negative, Ghost Rider. Not that one. Maybe the Arnold. Who knows? Today's episode of Reborn is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I will never forget whenever I had my first son trip and... Um, I was living in a place at the time where I didn't have any, I didn't have any family around. Um, my mom flew out and, and helped me in the beginning. I was grateful and fortunate enough to have, to have her help in the beginning once I, you know, brought my first newborn son home. And, um, I remember after my mom left, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm all alone here. <laughs> like, you know, like how do you know what you're supposed to do? Right. It's, you know, you all of a sudden have this child and a new parent and, uh, there's a lot of questions that come up and there can be some hard times and some hard adjustments as well. Uh, and this is why I want to talk to you about better help and what they offer. Now, I know a lot of times and specifically speaking about new moms, but really at any point in our life, uh, when we just feel really overwhelmed, better help has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. Uh, it's convenient, it's secure, and it's accessible anywhere. And the best part is, guys, is it's 100% online. All right, guys, the holiday season is upon us. And I know that whether you're a new mom or, you know, it's been a rough year, it's been a rough couple years, um, everybody truly deserves to feel their best, especially during the holidays. And BetterHelp makes it easy to get started. So BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. They have matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists and are 100% available online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and it's more affordable, guys. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match yourself with a therapist. And guess what? If things aren't clicking, uh, you can move to a new therapist at any time and start building the relationship with your therapist that you need. It really couldn't be any more simpler. So there's no waiting rooms. There's no traffic. There's no endless searching for the right therapist. Um, go ahead and reach out to them, guys, and get the help that you need especially during the holiday season. So go visit better, better help. It's B E T T E R 
BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Reborn, R-E-B-O-R-N, and get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Reborn. Okay, one thing you would tell someone who is thinking about going into the competition world, what would it be? Man, that that's actually a tough one because what I would what I would want, what I would go back and tell myself would be like, I'm so intense all the time. I am like, I operate at a level 10. I operate and it's that's not always a good thing. It's not always a good thing. But my intensity my, you can call it passion, my, you know, my, my drive to just always want to be my best at everything that I do and perform my best for my team. But I would say that I don't have to be intent as intense for the entire time. I think that the prep length for an individual varies. So I can't say that for somebody like my advice would be not, not to have as long of a prep that I did, but that might be different for somebody else. They may need a long prep. They might need like nine months or a year to prep. But for me, for a six month prep that I did for a five month prep, I brought the intensity like the entire time, the entire time. And I was so, so, so strict on everything. I was so, everything had to be perfect that looking back, it's like, okay, like it's okay. It's okay if not every single day is perfect. Yeah. Is there, you have like a little bit of wiggle room? Now, does that, is that like, you know, four weeks and beyond out or is that, Prior to four weeks, it has to be. Yeah, perfect. I know. I mean, like, it's, it's that hard. That's room? hard because I think, like, I feel like that. I I hear myself saying that right now, and I feel like I sound like a hypocrite. Oh, yeah, I really do because I'm like, it's okay to not have a perfect day. No, it's that's wrong. Like I say that, I'm like, that's that's false. But I think, like, I think that it's 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 my mental mindset that I had that like that every day I had expectations and like my day was planned, like scheduled and I could not get off that scheduled. I had to be so extremely structured in my day that, um, that I, I, instead of being more laxed of like, Oh yeah, like it's okay. I can just push my workout to like five o'clock or I can just move it here. I was so strict with my schedule. I was so strict with my, with just my discipline of waking up early, getting my work done at this time. I had to be, nobody could talk to me at this time. I could not have meetings at this time. I had to get my training done at this time. And so I think that, um, because I was so afraid of messing up. So I had to have structure. I had to have structure in my days. Um, so I could, because I was afraid that I was going to mess up. So I would say that like my, my advice to somebody would be, um, I I mean, I, I don't know. Like I have a lot of advices actually. Um, like 
set like a reasonable goal for yourself. You know, give yourself a reasonable amount of time and know that like not every day is going to be perfect, but you should strive to be your very, very best every single day. It's not going to be perfect, but demand perfection from yourself. Yes. But don't, you, you can't beat yourself up if you don't have a great day. Yeah. You You got to let that day go. You got to have the mind of a squirrel. Yeah. Because I I did, I, and I talk about like how, I mean, I 100% had days that I, I didn't have my food or, you know, I didn't have like what I was supposed supposed to be having readily available, you know, so, but it's never going to be perfect, you know? And, and I think like for me looking back, it, and a lot of this is just my confidence now, you know, I've done it once, I've done it twice. Like now it's my, my confidence is there now going into another show and I know more what to expect. Yeah. And I think I won't be like as intense. Yeah. Cause I was pretty cutthroat there for a while. Yeah. I think it, it, there's time and place for it. Right. Instead of dialing up to a 10 for six months, maybe there's like yeah, yet 10 again for the last four, eight weeks, something like that, you know, moving on. How happy are you to be able to eat again? Hmm. Um, it's been g- good. Actually, it's been really difficult. <laughs> uh, it's nice not having, my, you know, just like the meal prep, but I also, I've grown fond of like, I really appreciate just the structure of having set meals and knowing what you're eating. Uh, but it, I mean, it's been good. Like we, I baked cookies last night with the kids. It's December. We've done chocolate covered pretzels. I have like a healthy Turkey chili recipe or just a chili recipe that I'm going to make tonight. So that's definitely has been something, you know, I, I, I've, mentioned a couple times, like my appreciation for food and like the culinary arts of all of it has really grown through this process. Um, so I'm excited. All right. This one's kind of, um, this person had three questions in a row, but they all kind of go together. I think move towards a certain point here, but, um, how do you think you will cope with the weight gain post-show? Um, I've definitely have had some insecurities. Yeah. And so the next question was, has this prep caused you to have any disorders, eating disorders or thoughts or, you know, behaviors? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been really difficult. I can't order food off a menu like a normal person. We've established that real fast. Yeah. I'm incapable of, 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 of making a decision like a normal person yet. And so what we have realized is like, there's no more like going out to eat like celebrations or whatever that we were thinking like, Oh, we wanted to go to this restaurant cause we missed this or I missed this, or this is a nostalgic place. So I want to go here. Um, we're, we're bringing me back in and like simplifying things and doing home cooked yeah. cheats. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, um, almost like making it okay to have different foods again. Yes. And what did I, t- I said something to you outside the restaurant the other day where I was like, I feel so guilty for eat, or I said, I yeah. feel like I'm eating this food and everybody around me is judging me. Yeah. Yeah. You did say that, which was not the case at all, you know, but, but in your mind, yeah, because you're supposed to be eating you're again, you're for six months, you've programmed. Yeah. Again, it comes back to like how I was so just rigid discipline and at a 10 all the time that that's all I knew. And that's all I did. I, yeah. All of it. 
Absolutely. And then the last part of that question was, how are you going to deal with your nutrition now going through the crisp, going through Christmas? Um, so I'm basically, I'm back on like my prep. I mean, everything that I had during my prep, I like, I'm still eating it. So as of right now, my foods during the day are clean. Um, I'm basically eating my, my, like as if I was on prep, um, and then at night we're doing home cooked meals. And so basically off prep. And then if we want to make cookies and desserts with the kids or whatever, we'll do that. Go, if we wanted to go out to eat, we'll do that. So a little bit more lenient. I was going to say, we, we generally are pretty healthy as a family already. Yeah, so it's so not we like, don't. it's not like we're going to, oh, we kind of lean, like ease into going back to McDonald's. It's like, no, we've no, never been fact, to McDonald's. We, we just ordered our groceries and nothing nothing on our menu has changed. We just put in like a special order to order basically like sticks of butter, which we never have in the house. Um, we got like some sugar, some we baking got, stuff. Yeah. For the baking holidays, stuff. But... So it's like nothing, nothing really changes. Even like even our boys eat chicken and rice, they eat chicken and rice, bagels and eggs. They eat basically all the same things that we eat. So yeah, there's no, like coming off of prep for me would basically be not weighing my food. Yeah. Like adding avocado to like my eggs in the morning if I wanted avocado. Yeah. You know, still eating clean, but not obsessing over like how many ounces of chicken breast I'm having. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Three more questions. Are you competing naturally or are you on gear? I am natural. 100%. Yeah. I can verify that. Um, Okay. This one's actually a good question. I, I really actually like this because you you have the only perspective on this. Um, how was the prep of these two shows different from when you were competing before 10 years ago? And then how was the competition different? So whenever I was competing 10 years ago, my very first competition ever was OCB and we had two suits. So we had a one-piece suit and a bikini suit. <laughs> and then I want to say, and then for the bikini girls, you guys had a nightgown and then a, a one, nightgown. Yes. And like, then a, a, like a, like a, like, like a, a prom sh- dress. Oh, like a prom dress. Yeah. Not like a lingerie nightgown. Oh, okay. So yeah, like a, like, like a tight, like, like a formal dress wear or something. Yeah, like a black Similar to dress. what the WBFF does, but they had, but this was just the bikini girls and then they had a one piece and then a two piece. So, um, and we used to, I used to tan myself. Um, now everything, the shows that they have now run so smoothly. It's like, it's just crazy. Like you literally, you could fly in. Like I could have flown into Orlando with nothing but my heels, my ID and my suit. And they do, they, they do your tanning, your hair, your makeup, like put everything on you, you know, grab your earrings and then that's it. And so I would say just like how efficient the shows have gotten. Um, what was the first part of that question? Um, just the, the prep side, the difference between the two preps. Okay. And then for the preps, like, dang, I, I, I'm 100%. It's crazy how much I've changed as a person in like 10 years. And I would say like, I don't remember being as, um, like I'm more serious about, I'm more serious about my prep now than when I was from what I remember like 10 years ago. And I think a lot of that is just how I have grown as like a businesswoman, like how I have grown like as, 
an individual like setting goals and just has the concept still been the same from like the prep 10 years ago and the prep now? Like if you had a, if you had like, for example, I'm sure somebody on here is probably looking for a coach uh-huh. and they're like, well, this coach is, you know, coach people, he's like 60, 70 years old. He's using old school methods. Oh, that well, doesn't that work. So, like Shelby I want the, never had me eat tilapia. Thank heavens. Tilapia. So Ooh. tilapia is like, Oh, a, cause it, you like, Oh, I can't even <laughs> like, I used to eat cold. I used to bake tilapia guys. Ugh. But I like had like, I was, I, you know, I had no money and cause tilapia, you buy it in a bag frozen. You can get like so many fillets for like 10 bucks. It's so disgusting. Anyways, you bake it all, but like the tilapia, like it turns into like, like jello fries or whatever. It turns into like a gelato, like it shakes and I used to eat tilapia and I would sprinkle. This is so disgusting, guys. You might need to mute this. I used to sprinkle like sweet and low on it or like Splenda on it to make it oh. sweet because I would crave something sweet. So um, because, you know, back then I didn't have a coach. I was just doing it on my own. And I basically like it was completely different. Like I never did a carb cycle. Um I, I never, I basically just dieted myself all the way down to a skinny bean pole as much as I could. And, um, that was, I mean, that was it. And then I ate tilapia and asparagus and then I drank dandelion tea to help dehydrate myself. And that was it. And so again, too, like, you know, Shelby, what I can really appreciate about Shelby is like, he is consistently calm and he consistently shows up as the same coach and the same person every single day. He's very, very, very consistent. And so, you know, at the end of this last show, now all of a sudden when the only memory of my experience ever doing shows of me just eating tilapia and asparagus, you know, and dieting down and like with Splenda on it or something, who knows what, um, that's been my only, that's been my only experience with that. And then now Shelby coming into this show, he's like, okay, now we're going to give you rice. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, here we go. Here's like a lot of rice and I'm pumping up and it's a lot has changed. And, um, uh, you know, I would say it's all been for the better. I'm glad I'm not eating tilapia cold with Splenda or whatever, because that awful, that's probably, I probably would have been back to the tilapia life if it wasn't for Shelby. So I'm glad that he didn't ever give me tilapia. (laughs) I think I started with chicken and I ended with chicken. Yeah. What's next? All right. And the final question is, um, what are your 2023 um, goals with life, family, and fitness? You know what? I uh, I feel like I need to pause and really look back at the six months that I've just had to yeah. really be able to see what I want to do in the next six months. And I know that um, firing from the hip, from the, your heart. The, the, what do you think? This isn't, huh? Firing from the hip. What do you think? For Immediately, 2023? 2023. What's your gut tell you? For what? For, you know, a goal for your life, your family, one of each life, family, and fitness. <laughs> Just send it. Okay. All right. My goals for 2023, first of all, don't steal them. No, 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 no. They are so grand, guys. Well, I have an app that's out that I created during um, my prep. So one of my biggest goals for 2023 is to make this app 
app like freaking epic. I mean, we have so many ideas for recipes, like um, so many great things. We're going to lead into the new year with the bulletproof theme of just bulletproofing your life, bulletproofing your family, bulletproofing your goals. Um, so for me, um, on like a business, on a business level is I want to get the food truck up and going. I still really want to open up an ice cream store. I don't think that's going to be in 2023 though. That's going to be beyond, but I've talked about that for years. It's probably coming in the next decade. Um, I want to open up my gym. I don't know how I want to do that. My heart pulls me to open it up just to like a more, a, a Leo, uh, tactical style training for law enforcement, but I'm not sure. But I, I know that my passion and doing this and seeing people reach their goals, I, the heart of who I am, the heart and soul is I'm a coach. And I love to motivate. I love to inspire and I love to build people up. So one of my big goals is, is for 20 in 2023 is to begin somehow connecting on a personal level with pe people's goals, whether that's through coaching, hiring coaches, but getting American sled dogs back up and going. Um, of then, course. Huh? Yeah, keep going. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and then for your, for your family. Oh, um, family. I mean, this is a big one. Like we have a lot of like kind of changes coming up. Um, you're going to be pretty busy coming up soon. So, um, just keeping our family close trips going to be turning 16 He's soon. Gonna be driving. Terrifying. Um, so my, my biggest goal for, um, for 2023 is just really bringing our family together and like really bringing your family together closer to our walk with God together as a family. I think that we were so busy with sports this year that, um, I really want to make sure that we bring God back to the center of like our family and that we don't allow just how busy we are. And, you know, you're about to be even busier. Like we're, everything's just going to get busier, but truly remembering like the center and our, our faith and what holds us together as a family. Absolutely. So. And then for fitness, uh, for fitness. Well, I, I, I'm not done competing. I'm not done competing and I, I want to get back up on stage. I really miss the tactical games as well. Um, I want to, I want to get up there and compete, but I have to figure out how to do it in a, in a manner that's better for my mental health for sure. And I, I told, I had a hard conversation with my family. You know, I took my family down this journey with me. They saw me every single day. Like, I mean, there were days that there were some hard days, really hard days in there. And if I, if I do it again, I am going to do it again. I am going to do it again. But when I do it again, you know, I, I had a conversation with them and we're going to make sure that my mental health is good and that we are good before we as a family embark on this journey again together. Yep. I love it. So, but that is all I got. Do I have any more questions? No, I mean, those are, you, you, you crushed it. Thanks. So, um, well, thank you guys so much. If you have any more questions, um, uh, you know, I, I do recommend my, I talk a lot about my coach Shelby. Uh, there's a lot of great coaches out there, guys. I can just solely speak from my experience. Um, if you have, if you had any questions about my experience, um, I guess with Shelby, like you can 
definitely like hit me up and I'd be happy to, to answer those. Um, but like I said, like just get out there and don't be afraid to set goals for yourself. Um, have fun. I think it, it, it makes it a whole lot easier if you can have a girlfriend or grab a guy or somebody to jump into a competition with together, um, help keep each other accountable and, you know, things get tough. Yeah. You know? I was going to say that was the one thing that if you did, if you've done one of these shows and you do it by yourself, hats off to you. Yeah. That's, um, that's an incredible feat in itself and you should be incredibly proud and, you know, just very proud of yourself for, for doing that all by yourself. Cause I mean, we see with uh, like with our family and our support system f for you d during this and uh, you know, it's, it's necessary for our lives, but if somebody's doing it on your own, like definitely look into like that gym buddy or yeah. somebody to go do it with you. There's no reason to do this, do this alone. Makes it a lot. It definitely makes it a lot easier. Cause there's going to be days, you know, and I, I, even for myself, I have a pretty strong mentality but there's days that it's like, dang, you know, I mean, I even had to have Christina come down one day and train with me and work with me because it was on a couple of days before my show in Orlando, like five days out, she had to come down and just, we just trained together. You know, I just, I really needed a buddy that day. She was like, I'm here. Like, let's just get through it. Let's break your day down. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, you guys have to know, like you, you literally get one shot at, at life. You get one opportunity to do this thing and take care of yourself, train hard, set those goals. And like, why hold back? Because if you don't try, if you don't put yourself out there to fail, you're never really going to know or get to experience it because it's not about the winning or the losing. It's about, it's about the journey. It truly is. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Reborn podcast today um, with myself and my co-host, Blue. My name is Ashley Horner. Leave us a review. Give us any feedback that you like. And thank you once again for joining me. And I will catch you guys next week. Bye. Later. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? just do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky if you don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.